Welcome to Garden Talk with your local growing experts from Bookleaf Gardens, where we help you grow. Well, good morning, everyone. Along with Steph Griggs, I'm Mona Dyer, and this is Garden Talk, brought to you by Bookcliff Gardens, where we help you grow. Stephanie is uh, she's here, <laughs> but being she's she's being a, she's being a teenager. Well, my son texted me uh, on the way here, uh-huh. wanting to know the ingredients for stuffing because they have a Christmas thing that they're going to tomorrow. Well, you need to you need to take care of him because if you don't finish answering him, heaven only knows what kind of weirdness <laughs> is going to wind up landing. Yeah, and this all started yesterday because it's a family longtime family recipe that nobody has that nobody no one has written down. You just keep adding stuff until it smells right. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. the right. Right, and and you look at it and you play with it a little bit and and just keep keep after it. So uh, you know, kind of murky out there this morning. Um, uh, it wasn't. It didn't get cold enough to uh, give us a good frost after uh, all of the wind yesterday. Goodness sake, that wind was something. It was something. Of uh, the the uh, weather service clocked the wind at. Um, I believe they said. <coughs> excuse me 46 miles an hour yesterday at the airport and those were um, um well for a little bit there it was a sustained uh of 46 uh there were gusts up to 60 miles an hour up on douglas pass at cheyenne mountain over in colorado springs 105 miles per hour at cheyenne mountain in colorado springs holy cow Battened down the puppies, man. It was really a going and a blowing over on the front range. Uh, today, uh, we've got a, a small, small chance of some scattered showers. Looking for highs in the mid 40s, uh, again, with the chance of scattered showers. Same for Sunday and Monday. Tuesday and Wednesday, though, uh, we're looking for highs in the low 40s with a pretty good chance of rain, it looks like. Right now, uh, we're only about a half inch behind moisture so far for the year. Early snowpack, I read a a pretty nice article in the paper this morning. Early snowpack right now, we're lagging just a little behind compared to average uh, in the upper Colorado and the Gunnison Basins. Right now, we're at 96. 98% of normal so far for the year, but that was before yesterday's storm blew in. And uh, maybe another thing that's of, of, of usefulness is we did get some pretty nice moisture in the high country in October and November uh, that was actually uh, able to melt in a little bit and and pre-soak the ground. So hopefully the snow that's landing up there come spring when it's time to to melt off, it'll it'll run off instead of being slurped into the soil. That's the hope anyway. I like that. Uh, That's that would be lovely. Well and I even thought driving over here today that it looked like they might have gotten some snow up there overnight i don't know they may have they may have um some of the higher elevations uh watching the weather last night some of the higher elevations did get um uh, a little bit of snow not not as much as as you would have thought maybe a skiff well but for all we know the snow tried to land and it and it blew somewhere else because that wind was just awful oh and 
if you're ever in the greenhouse, <laughs> <laughs> we ha- and we do have like a little corner, I think, in the houseplant room that's kind of come up that's going to have to be repaired. And Trina, her eyes were, I think that's why Tyler came in on his day off yesterday, it, because it, it sounds horrible. It sounds like a freight train. And it, I mean, it's peeled back our our roof before so it it's, sounds like it's a freight train concerning when that happens and so you know it's it's we're going to have some some cloudy days here uh, pretty much for the entire uh, rest of of the week or for a whole week um so you know if if you're prone to um uh, needing to nest when it's uh, not very sunny outside it's um yeah, yeah th- it's this is the week to get that holiday preparation done that just yeah, yeah, just snuggle in. Just and snuggle in, find a good book to read. Light the candles. Light turn the, the candles. Christmas music yeah, on. Get the, get the fireplace going. Or find going. a radio station that's playing I think Christmas that would music. be a lovely thing as well. Yes. Indeed. Yes. So we're hopefully going to talk about gardening today. Yeah. If you've got a question, something on your mind, please call us. We'd love to know what's going on at your house. The number here is 245 Two four five eleven hundred. So tell me what's going on in your yard, Steph. Well, I think I should have done some winter watering last week, which I didn't. We got that. We got this group text going with with our employees at work, and I get a text. What night was that? That maybe it was Monday. It was supposed to drop. The temperature was supposed to be like sixteen or something, and so. Denise texts all of us and says, did you do your winter watering today? And we're like, oh, oh man. It's like, wow. Whoa. Well, but. But we still have, we can still do our winter watering. We do, because um, this this whole week, even though it's going to be cloudy outside, the the highs during the day are going to be, um, let's see, through Wednesday, it's going to be in the mid 40s. And then. Um, moving forward for the remainder of the week, we're still going to be in the 40s. Right. So that's that's still a really great temperature to be able to go out, get your frog eye sprinkler, yeah. grab your hoses, and start, you know, once the temperature in the morning gets above 32 degrees, you Just can start the water, on. turn yeah. it on, yeah. get a nice deep soak. Even though we have had um, a little bit of moisture here and there, little little spits and spurts mm-hmm. of water, I think you may be surprised if you go out and check the moisture, just dig down three or four inches, you may be surprised to find some areas that are maybe a little more exposed, areas that uh, get caught by wind or extra sunny those areas subsoil moisture may be already starting to dry out some right so it's it can be deceiving too because that the snow that we got seemed like a pretty wet snow but i remember us talking last winter how much snow is it 12 inches it takes it takes about 12 inches of our snow down here in the valley 12 even sometimes 14 inches of snow To make one, one inch, inch of moisture. Right. So look how deceiving that, that isn't, is. That isn't very much. Snow is is fluffy water. Yeah. And, and that fluffiness really is not very helpful right. when it comes to 
actually giving us moisture that is helpful for root systems of the plants. And there are some plants that absolutely will not tolerate winter drought. They just will not. Especially like those new babies that maybe some perennials Mm -hmm. or some new trees or bushes that you planted last spring. They have to have a drink of water to help keep the root systems in good shape coming into spring. Established plants that that won't tolerate winter drought include things like spruce trees, red buds, birch trees. Mm -hmm. Those guys, they just won't stand for it. Uh, Some arborvitae uh, really need to have winter moisture. So, Right. What about aspens that are planted down here? Aspens uh, typically are okay. It's a good idea to give them a drink of water maybe in December or January just to make sure that the root system um, is frozen and wet. And I I know I've harped on this before about the the reason that that wintertime water is so important. When the soil dries out, Consider that dry soil surrounding roots that are are damp and fleshy. The action of the moisture goes from that fleshy root to the dry soil. The dry soil sucks the moisture away from the wet root. And so what winds up happening is the root system is damaged um, by the desiccating action of that dry soil. Right. So ideally, what we want to have happen is to make the soil wet, and as the ground freezes, that frost in the soil keeps the moisture from transferring from the root system into the dry soil. Yep, not good. It's not good. And so you want wet, frozen soil to protect the root system. And it's, it doesn't take all that much water to get down into the soil because it'll get down there and, and pretty much stay, mm-hmm. especially if you'll put a layer of mulch over the top of it once you get it good and soaked. that Even it'll better. Mm-hmm, it'll yeah. keep the, the moisture down there a little bit longer and and everything will be much happier and much healthier come springtime when it's time to wake things up again. There you go. You got your job you've, for you've, this week. You've got your job this week, and, and the temperatures are going to be just fine. It's not going to be a, a lovely, sunshiny day to go out and do <laughs> right. it, but that's all right. Put your hat on. Put your hat on. Put on up. Put on your chore coat. You'll, <laughs> you'll see me out there. I look like um, a little bag lady. I've got you know my big woolly hat and my yep. big bulky coat. And I I look like a little gnome out there (laughs) snuffling around, you know, runny nose and the whole deal. But, hey, those things, those plants are important to me. And when you get out there, it's it's really enjoyable. It is. It is enjoyable. The, The other thing that, at least to me, is fun to watch is what happens when you turn on that frog eye sprinkler because every little bird in the entire neighborhood comes over right. and I don't care if it's 35 degrees outside. Those little birds will show up to right. take a bath. Right. Uh, that's when you asked me what was going on in my garden. I was I was like, well, it's been all I can do to keep enough bird seed and, and trying to feed those Yep, they're those hungry. Birds. These, feed the birds. The nighttime temperatures have been pretty chilly. Right. And those little birds, I'm, I'm thinking they've almost frozen their little tweets off. Yes. They have just been... 
and really I, cold. I think I remember you saying last year it's important to put a bowl of water out. Yep, too. they need a drink of water. Yeah. Um, forget that. We we too. are we are lucky in as much as the river runs through the valley, and mm-hmm. so there is um, a a source of running water for um, mm-hmm. the wildlife year round. But in in a lot of neighborhoods. Um, they are very, very appreciative right. of of some fresh water, and they'll come, they'll get a drink, and then they'll wade in and take a bath. How in the world they don't just freeze? I know they get in there and and splash around. There's water flying everywhere, and then they'll hop off, get out on onto a, a little tree branch, uh-huh. and flip their wings and, and flap, and you can just see the beads of water just yeah. flying everywhere. Yeah. They're just, they're, it's a riot to watch them. Well, I'm going to put a bowl of water out there. Put a bowl there. of water out there. I have a, a little um, uh, fiberglass bird uh, bath uh, mm-hmm. that actually plugs in. Um, oh. And so it's got a little heater in it so that the water doesn't freeze oh, nice. um, so so quickly. Uh, I don't leave it plugged in all the time, mm-hmm. um, but I do when I fill it with water. That's plug it in. A yeah, hardcore bird lo- it, lover it, right there. Well, and and I I didn't have it out for uh, a number of years because we had a cat that was treating that that bird bath as a buffet. <laughs> And and I oh, felt yeah. that was a bit disingenuous of me uh-huh. to um, uh, bait, invite bait the cat. invite the birds, <laughs> the birds so that the cat yeah. was able to have his selection at the buffet. You know what? I just felt that was rude. That was a smart cat. Oh, uh, he was yeah, kind of <laughs> wise. Anyway, we are coming up on our first commercial break. If you've got a question, something on your mind, want to brag about something, please give us a call. Our number here is two four five one one zero zero. 245-1100. Along with Steph Griggs, I'm Mona Dyer. This is Garden Talk, and we'll be right back. The greatest happiness in life comes from making others happy. Grand Valley Gives, in conjunction with Colorado Gives Day, invites you to help support 41 local nonprofit agencies that are dedicated to making a difference in our western Colorado communities by making a donation on Colorado Gives Day, December 6th. You can donate early online. All contributions between now and December 6th will count toward this year's total. Show your support this holiday season and give where you live. To find out more, go to coloradogivesday.com. Building a new home? Come talk to us about hardwiring for automated window coverings. Hi, I'm Patty with Ambassador Blind and Shutter. Whether you're building a new home or dressing up your current one, we have the window coverings for you in the styles, fabrics, and colors you'll absolutely love. Come and see us in our new gallery showroom located at 1048 Independent Avenue next to Sam's Club. Or visit us online at ambassadorblindandshutter.com. With love I will build a wonderful thing That makes this life better for you and for me For 100 years and counting, Shriners Hospitals for Children has been creating wonderful opportunities for children in need. This life-changing medical care helps them do the things they've always dreamed of. Shriners Hospitals for Children has done so much for me and so many other kids. I can dance. I can play games with my friends. Because of Shriners Hospitals for Children, I have no limits. 
and I'm doing more than what I ever thought possible. To find out more about how children in need are being helped every day, go to loveshriners.org today. As a veteran of the United States military, I can finally get the opportunity to enjoy special events, like a date with my wife, or going out together with my family and friends. Things that we couldn't afford, thanks to Vectix. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, motorsports, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can help. We can give our veterans a special event where they too can create their own cherished memories. Find out how by visiting www.vettix.org. That's www.vettix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. I'm Naheem Hines, professional football player for the Indianapolis Colts. Becoming a running back was no easy task for me. But it's nothing compared to what my amazing mom faces every day. My mom was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy when I was 14 years old. Yet she's always there for me, every step of the way, despite her own battles. And the Muscular Dystrophy Association is there for my mom. At their 150 care centers across the U.S., MDA is the leading organization in research and care for kids and adults with muscular dystrophy, ALS, and related neuromuscular diseases. Their research is helping find cures and save lives. Watching my mom go through her daily struggles and the care she receives from MDA has made me determined to help find a cure for neuromuscular disease. That is why I support MDA, and that's why I'm so grateful to others who do too. Join me and learn more at helpmda.org today. Bookcliff Gardens, Garden Talk, Saturday mornings at 9 on 1100 KNZZ and 92.7 FM. Welcome back to Garden Talk with your hosts from Bookcliff Gardens. Well, welcome back, everyone. I'm Mona Dyer along with Steph Griggs, and this is Garden Talk brought to you by Bookcliff Gardens. If you've got a question, something on your mind, please call us. Our number is 245-1100. We do have a caller on line one. They've been very patient. Good morning. What's your name? Hey, my name's Mark. How you doing? Good, Mark. What can we do for you? Oh, when you're talking about winter gardening, I just wanted to remind your listeners, when you're done, you must disconnect the hose from the faucet <laughs> or it could freeze. Oh, and go yes. back into your house and break pipes, and you could be up for a five hundred to five thousand dollar repair bill. So you gotta remember to always disconnect that hose. Absolutely, and thank you so thank much for that you. reminder. Oh my gosh, thank you, thank you. That would be so so awful just before Christmas. So <laughs> yeah. awful. Okay, thanks, and, Mark. Uh, you you were right about the snow. The snow we get here, Colorado is such a dry environment. You can have a foot of snow. And most of the time, 80% of that snow is going to evaporate and not even go into the ground. Exactly. It so, sublimates. It just it goes from, from fluffy water to right back into the air, and it never actually penetrates the soil. And, and you know, here we are. We're, we're high desert, and that, that ground underneath is just dry as a bone. Yep. Okay, thank you very All much. All right. 
Great, great call, that Mark. Was a Thank you. I have another thing tip that works for me too. What's that? I set the timer on my phone or somewhere because you you get busy in the house mm-hmm. if you're not out there outside and then i'd be like an hour later going oh i need to go move the hose right need to move the hose yeah and uh the the timer on the oven works your phone timer any any way to make it so that you can remember to um uh go and move that uh that hose so um the another thing to make sure of is that um when you are done, uh, make sure that you drain the hose thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mark's Mark's uh, um, reasoning uh, for undoing the hose so that the, the the faucet itself doesn't freeze is is extremely valuable. Yes, but you've got to unhook that that um, end so that you can drain the hose. Yes. So drain the hose well, hang it up, get the water all out of it so that uh, here in a month or so, you've got a nice dry hose that you can hook back up again and do it again in a month so that so that you can keep things nice and wet. Yep. Okay. Um, so uh, we we just missed a call. Um, and if you wouldn't mind, give us a call back. We, we uh, weren't quite prepared Prepared. to pick up a phone (laughs) so uh yeah give us a call back again the number is 245-1100-245-1100 you know that happened to a friend of mine i don't i i don't think it was winter watering but she had a a faucet freeze like that and they had to have like their whole a whole basement room Re, redone right because i mean the those hose bibs they're hooked into the house and if that freezes under your house yeah you really don't realize that no. it's that it's done no you know you you wind up with getting a water bill and it says you owe four thousand dollars for water and you're thinking what the heck i bet we've got people scampering <laughs> around <laughs> checking it's their, like wait a minute checking their faucets. did i unhook that yeah because <laughs> i have that i think i'm gonna go check when i get oh, home oh man oh, oh man yeah. so um at the the garden center we just got uh, a fresh shipment of uh, new poinsettias in they're gorgeous they are lovely i thought the first shipment was pretty but the the first the first batch was very lovely but this and it may be that this second batch they they may seem more lovely to us because when they got this bunch came in they were already completely colored up um, the, the first ones that we got, they were lovely, uh-huh. but they were still in in the process of turning color, which I think is so fun to watch. Like, and I, oh, I just didn't realize it. So lovely. Yeah, it's fun to watch them turn because like the edges will be red, and then you'll go back the next day and go, "Whoa, yeah, look wh- at that! Look at you go! Yeah, yeah, so pretty." Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, a, a fresh supply that just arrived, mm-hmm. and they are magnificent. They are. And uh, let's see, what else do we have? Oh, the little Norfolk pines. Mm-hmm. They are just the loveliest things. When we were unpacking those a couple of weeks ago, I don't know how many employees, including me, <laughs> went, ah, I might have to take one of those home with me. Well, and and you, you ran and got some tiny little Christmas <laughs> yeah. ornaments. Yeah. And we've got, we've got a few of them kind of dolled up a bit. They're, they're just, so cute. They are so cute. Yeah. So if you know if you've got a, a small space 
or a room that maybe needs a little something something yeah but a maybe a red poinsettia doesn't doesn't right. do it it it's just not quite the right thing and they're beautiful house plants they too. are a beautiful house plant yeah. for um Years, you know once you can... the once the the holiday season is over yep just undecorate that little beauty and away you go I know. it's they're just beautiful they are pretty we still have a few amaryllis bulbs left mm-hmm. um i bought an amaryllis bulb i still haven't remembered to put it in a pot yet mm. i promise i'll do better this year than i did last year <laughs> yeah. last year it was after christmas before i remembered too. um yeah. but they an amaryllis bulb um in uh, uh in your house or or as a gift for someone else to grow is absolutely the funnest thing it to is. have it is especially for kids or grandkids right to, get to watch and that. and you you get it put into its little pot and then you wait for it and and it may be yeah you know at this point it may be closer to the end of january before the thing will actually bloom mm-hmm. but that's okay because yeah. in january when the weather is kind of bitter and cold right. and and you're just really getting tired of of I know. gray sky skies and and cold weather it's just it's thrilling to watch that that flower spike get taller and taller yep. last year the one that i forgot about until after christmas when I finally remembered, well, I didn't remember it. I found it. <laughs> That's even oh, better. you poor thing. A gift. <laughs> I poked it into a pot and it went off quickly. Mm-hmm. I, it was so pent up. It just, it, <laughs> it was just, just waiting. It for just you. wanted to grow. <laughs> yeah. And the, the little flower stalk, it started almost immediately. I mean, it took nothing to get it to right. go. So it started growing. And it grew, and it grew. I, I'm telling you, it seemed like every time I walked past it, it was another inch taller. Uh-huh. The first flower spike grew to be three foot tall. Whoa. And it had five blossoms on it, huge blossoms. So it was just starting to bloom, mm-hmm. and a second flower stalk started. When it when the first stalk was bloomed out, but the flowers were still lovely, it began a third flower stalk. So it ended up with three wow. flower stalks. The first one was three foot tall. The uh-huh. second one was about two and a half foot tall. The third stalk was two foot tall. By the time it was all said and done, there were five flowers on the first stalk, four on the second stalk, three on the third stock <laughs> this wild. it was crazy i wonder if it's because you waited i don't later. know i It'd have be kind of fun to have do that i have experiment. no idea but that wow. thing was amazing that must have lasted till oh it was it was february march it was still doing its thing the middle of march that's crazy still doing yeah. its thing it was wow. absolutely glorious how fun so that bulb I let it rest, and this past week, I put it back in a warm, sunny spot, started giving it some water, mm-hmm. and I'm waiting patiently to see what happens. It it may have 
popped everything as far as blossoms right. last year. Maybe this year it's right. just going to be... Keep us posted. Right, I will. Maybe this yeah. year it's just going to be leaves. It may have done three years worth of, That's amazing. of amazement yeah. all in one year because, because yeah. it just wanted me not to forget it. <laughs> I wish you all could see Mona's hand motions because that just adds to the story. Well, I, you know, if I if I were to have my hands handcuffed, I wouldn't be able to say a oh, word. No I way. have to have to talk. That would be no fun. Rio's behind you, going, hmm? <laughs> zip it, zip it, zip it. Yeah, I I would not be able to talk. <laughs> Another thing, I think we still have a few waxed amaryllis. We do, bulbs, which they're fun too because. The amaryllis bulb comes in a waxed. It's been dipped in it's wax. It's been dipped in wax. So you don't have to water it. You don't have to plant it in soil. It just grows. It it's, just grows. It just grows. And, but I do have a tip for that. Once it grows, because this happened to me because a friend gifted me, like the first time I'd ever seen it, probably five years ago. Once it grows and gets really tall and starts to bloom, it gets a little top heavy. Like an open umbrella. Like an, uh uh-huh. And so I came home one day and it did. It was like the Eiffel Tower that fell. (laughs) It fell on its side. So since then, when it gets to a certain point, I'll put it, I'll put one down. If I have a wax bulb, I just put it down in a pot or something to stabilize it. Something that would work really well for that, a real tall glass vase. Oh, yeah, that'd be really pretty. So you could stick the, the, the... bulb ah, down inside see, the vase still see the still be able uh-huh. to see it and the the stem itself right. would still be able to receive sunlight oh that's a great idea because the wax they use is really pretty that's part of the and yeah. you'd be able still be able to see ah. everything but it would help stabilize that tall stem I because invite, they get really I tall invent, i should invent a a vase to, for them to sell along with the wax. I think you should. <laughs> and patent it. What, well, we, you, what are we going to call it? i part of the, hmm. I don't know. We'll have to think about that. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. You, you need to work on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, real quick, I'd like to thank everyone that came out to our open house. <gasps> Didn't it was we the have Sunday, a blast? The Sunday before Thanksgiving. What a fun day. It was a fun and day. And it went so fast for all of us working because we we were just telling Rio that uh, because he came at like 945, <laughs> they sneaked in a little early. Our parking lot was full almost the entire 10 to 4. And we had three or four peop- employees out directing traffic. Trying to, to keep the, the thing untangled yeah, as best yes. we could. And now they've requested... Um, orange vests for next year, right? So that they don't look like crazy people. They'd say they <laughs> would waving be asking, their arms. Yeah, they'd be telling someone to park somewhere, and they'd be looking at them like, "Who are you? And who are you to tell me how to drive?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we've had a request for orange parking vests and one-way signs, and anyway, I think every year it's just going to get better. Yeah, yeah. Every year it was so fun. Learn, learn a little more how to do it yes. better. But yes. we sure did have some wonderful artisans there. Oh, just, just some beautiful things. I know. We just love to support the local artists because that's a, a lot of them. That's their livelihood. That's what they do full time. And the farmers markets are over by then. And so it's fun that they they go to all the, you know, they're like Palisade. That's going on right today, I believe. And so a lot of our artists that we had 
for our open house are over there today. Just so. wonderful. It Just is. wonderful. And Yay. and you know, I, I echo Steph. Thanks everybody for for um, coming and supporting the artisans and, and thank you artists. You your work is oh. absolutely amazing. It is amazing. And a few of those artists work for us. They do. Which is so amazing also. Indeed, indeed. Yes. Well, we're coming up on our last commercial break. If you've got a question, uh, something you'd like to talk about, please call us. Our number is 245-1100-245-1100. Along with Steph Griggs, I'm Mona Dyer. This is Garden Talk. We'll be right back. Wow, that's Insurance companies you. know when you're going to turn 65. So at 64 and a half, you start getting a plethora of mail telling you that you need to start making decisions about your Medicare. It's very important that you keep all of those things, bring them into my office, and I'll tell you which ones are junk and which ones we should take a serious look at. Hi, this is Stephanie Garcia Hagen with Mesa Benefits. We love helping people through the Medicare process. Call me at 970-549-0410 or you can go to mesabenefits.com. Want to stay warm and comfy in your home this winter? Don't buy more blankets. Call Haining Home Services. Whether your heating system just needs a tune-up or you need to upgrade your furnace or boiler, count on the Haining Pros for quality service, a full warranty, and peace of mind. Plus, sign up for Haining Home Services Comfort Club and get all the services and maintenance you need for one low price. To find out more, visit HainingPlumbing.com. Haining Home Services, heating, cooling, plumbing. At Grand River Health, we do have needs for drug testing. Anyone that's going to be hired at our organization will need to go through a drug screen process, as does any volunteer. We also implemented random drug screening. MCC is able to take care of all of those things for us. When you're working with MCC, you have a firm that is going to be easy to work with and very flexible, willing to do whatever it takes to meet the needs of their customers. Hi, this is Bobby with MCC Drug and Alcohol Screening. Give us a call at 256-7772 or visit our website, nccdrugandalcohol.com. 1100 KNZZ, dependable weather. Scattered showers for Saturday, Grand Junction 44, Montrose 43. Mostly cloudy overnight, 32. Mostly cloudy on Sunday, 50. Chance of showers Monday, 48. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Miss a day. President Biden should be voicing American support. A rail strike. Workers have zero paid sick leave. You missed a lot. Drilling for oil in Venezuela. News Radio 1100, KNZZ. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The U.S. Supreme Court is prepared to take a closer look at the rights of religious business owners next week. It's a case that involves whether or not a website designer should be forced to make websites for 
homosexual couples planning to get married. The case marks the second time in five years the high court has confronted a similar issue. Ukraine has won victories on the battlefield against Russia but faces a looming challenge on the economic front. The government's been relying on the central bank to print money to cover its huge deficits caused by the war. Tax revenue has fallen at the same time. Defense spending has soared for next year's budget. Kiev now looking for ways to pay off its war effort, at least through next year. Then the hopes are that a price cap on Russian oil sales may put Moscow on the economic defensive. Until then, Ukraine is turning to its allies for more money and more military aid also from the United States. This is SRN News. The inflation, the economy, crime, the border. Check in three, four, five times today. Pay close attention to what headlines are telling us. News Radio 1100, KNZZ. Welcome back to Garden Talk with your hosts from Bookleaf Gardens. Since 1968, where we help you grow. Well, welcome back, everyone. Along with Steph Griggs, I'm Mona Dyer. If you've got a question, something on your mind, give us a call. We'd love to talk to you about what's going on in your garden or yard. Our number is 245-1100-245-1100. So um, living Christmas trees. We've had a lot of calls mm-hmm. from people looking for Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the stockpile is currently at uh, the the. Cub Scout uh, tree lot at American Furniture Warehouse. Uh, That is the only Christmas tree lot that I know of here in town. Uh, I do know that um, you can uh, cut your own Christmas tree, but you do need to get a permit. Which is inexpensive. Right. Um, And I believe those permits are available through either the Bureau of Land Management or the Forest Service, uh-huh. um, those those two places. So check uh, check online. It seems like there you might be able to buy them. Um, my son-in-law always gets a permit. I swear he gets it like at Sportsman's Warehouse. I don't know. I, search online. Right, and you, and you should be able to um, get uh, a permit. And they, what they pr- will provide you with is a a map of where it's okay for you to go and and search out um, your Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know they have desi- er- they have yeah, designated yes. areas for you to go and just make a day of it with yeah, your family. What, what a fun! What fun! Yeah, sure. Um, the other the other option is um, a live Christmas tree, something that uh, you can uh, buy, take home, decorate, and then plant in the yard uh, to 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 have in your yard for years to come. We do have um, some real pretty little spruce trees uh, mm-hmm. at Bookcliff Gardens. We've got them um, in several different sizes. Uh, the the tallest ones are probably no taller than say six foot tall. Uh, the the littler guys are about three foot tall. Um, they're, they're in our breezeway. They're in the breezeway. All of the little Christmas trees are right in the breezeway as you walk up to the garden center. There are some tricks to keeping a a live potted tree um, happy so that you can have it survive and be um, a happy guy in your yard moving forward. Um, the big deal for a live potted Christmas tree is to remember that you shouldn't keep it in the house longer than three days. The trees have already, at this point, they've already gone dormant for the season. They're evergreens, and so 
you're looking at them thinking, well, that doesn't look dormant to me, but mm-hmm. they they have slowed way down as far as their actual growth. They are they're sleepy, sleepy. So it's important that you only have them in the house no longer than three days because the warmth inside the house is enough after three days to cause them to start breaking dormancy. Mm -hmm. What that will mean is the tips, the little growth tips on the plant will start to wake up. It will start to stir. You won't actually see it start to push out new growth, but it has begun to wake up. And the problem becomes when you put it back outside again, those tips that have started to wake up have to go back to sleep again, and that's where the damage can happen. Mm -hmm. So the trick is this. When you take this little tree home, decorate it, but decorate it outside. Put it on the patio or on the porch, somewhere where you can see it, where it's decorated. You can still enjoy it um, as a decorated Christmas tree, but it's just not in the house. Mm -hmm. Christmas Eve, you can bring it inside, enjoy it in the house for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But the day after Christmas, take it back outside because you're still under that three-day threshold so that you're not harming the tree at all. Right. A trick that helps um, you be able to get that tree planted quickly is as soon as you get the tree home, go out and dig the hole for the plant. Especially this week. (laughs) This week, because the ground, uh, there may be a little frost in the soil, but I don't think there's Mm -hmm. very much yet. Mm -hmm. So get the hole pre-prepped. Find yourself a teenager. Find find a teenager um, (laughs) that's, you know, itching for something to do Mm -hmm. um, and and get your hole prepared. The soil that you take out of the hole where where you're going to put the tree, cover it with a tarp Mm. to keep it from to keep that soil from freezing up on you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you've got the hole ready to go. You've got the little Christmas tree that can be decorated on your porch or patio. Mm hmm. Enjoy it for Christmas. Once Christmas is done, you just take it outside, put it into the ground. And it'll live for years and years. It'll live for years and years. When you when you go to plant it, make sure that you put um, some soil amendment, mix soil mm-hmm. amendment in with the soil that you put back into the hole. Mm-hmm. Don't dig the hole too deep. You want to go wide, right. but not too deep. Right. Backfill the the hole. Give it a really, really good drink of water. Yep. Unhook your hose from the faucet when you're done. Unhook your hose. Thank you, Mark. Unhook the hose, (laughs) and and you are you are good to go. We have planting instructions. We do have planting instructions, and and we will and we will we will talk to you. By gosh, (laughs) we will. (laughs) We'll visit with you. We will. Um, because we really we really love the idea of a live Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Uh, there are uh, some families here in town that have um, ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, evergreen trees in their yards on their property where that's that's the way they do Christmas uh-huh. every year is they'll come and buy a live tree 
enjoy the tree and then plant it after the holidays that would be fun isn't that fun you know now some of these spruce trees they can they can turn into pretty large Mm -hmm. um things over time so make sure that you've got a a a space in the yard that's that's going to accommodate uh, uh, accommodate because i mean you just have to drive through neighborhoods and you can go oh That house that's up against that tree, that used to be a cute little you know, spruce. It was a good idea at the time that <laughs> that eats your house. little three-foot tree was planted. Yeah. I'm sure it was just cute as a bug's mm-hmm. ear. But, you know, after about 25 years yep. and the tree is 40 mm-hmm. foot tall. Yeah, but yeah. you can't see your house anymore. Right. It's Or, or you can't get to the garage because of the branches. <laughs> it, it can become a little bit, yes. um, a little bit yes. cumbersome. And we can educate you about that, too, we'll, at the nursery. We we'll can. talk to you about it. <laughs> um, you know, some other things that uh, uh, you might think about. I had a, a young lady come into the, the garden center the other day, and she was doing some Christmas shopping she came across the the shelves where we have uh still a few of the spring bulbs available Mm -hmm. they're on sale they're they're half off Mm -hmm. and she was so excited to get her hands on some tulip and daffodil bulbs and i tried to tell her okay you know you they they need to be planted they they've got to go in the ground she says i i know they do i know but what her plan is is she's going to go ahead and give them as christmas gifts but she's also giving them pots and potting soil so that, ah. so that her, her family and friends can plant these spring bulbs in, in the pots. pots and leave them on the patio so that, so that comes spring, those bulbs will, will pop up and they will have spring flowers. What a fun idea. That's a great idea. That's so fun. Right. Yeah. And, and I've, and I've. the bulbs are on sale right and now. And they're on sale. Yeah. I've I've done bulbs that way again because I bought them and forgot that I had them. Yeah. And when I finally remembered, this the ground was too hard for me to dig. Right. And so I put them in in containers. Right. And and they did beautifully. That's a great idea. Yeah. So she that that's a very smart young lady. Yes, that is a smart young lady. Smart young lady. Mm-hmm. Other uh, gift ideas that uh, that we've got available. Gosh. We got some some brand new. Uh, pottery in mm-hmm. we have some lovely statuary sundials <gasps> sundials. We got sundials they're so beautiful i love them i'm i'm having a hard time not taking one home to my house well but but we were able to get some of our spring items shipped early enough to get here before christmas which is has been fun to have new items in the greenhouse Right. And lots of gifts. And if you are our preferred customer, get our newsletter. There's a coupon. Yep. You need to, if you get our newsletter, 20% off. Yep. You need to need check your, check your emails. Yep. Check your emails. And those of you that are not preferred customers, come sign up. That's just a tip for the day. We'll hook you up. We we can hook you up. We'll hook you up. Yes. Let's see, what else is going on? Living Christmas trees, we talked about those. Spring bulbs, we talked about those. Oh, oh, um, herb gardens. We have uh, little little starts of herbs. So if you're a a, a Uh do-it-yourselfer that's looking for um, some little project that you can give maybe as a hostess gift or or whatever as you're going to different little holiday Uh get-togethers, 
come see us. We've got little containers of herbs uh-huh. that you can either just put into a pretty little basket uh-huh. or you can pot them up for for your friends or neighbors or whoever. That's a great idea. And hand it off because you know, there's there's know. always there's always a need for a fresh yes. herb here and there. And I think I I saw a few that we've planted up. We have some herb pots that we for do that, for somebody that you don't know what to get for that has mm-hmm. a sunny window. Mm-hmm. That a cook, a chef, a chef, a chefess, <gasps> a chefess. <laughs> yes, you think you'd be snipping herbs all winter long? Indeed. Yes. What huh. else? Gosh, there's just there's just so many pretty things, and we have fountains running. It's so fun just to walk through our back area and listen to all those fountains. They're just yeah so peaceful. They are with poinsettias scattered around in a Christmas tree and cookies. We have sugar cookies. Just come on out. Look, look at me. Do I look like <laughs> I need sugar cookies? I know. I walked by and I ate one the other day and I was like, oh, I've been trying so hard not to do that because you eat one and then you go back for another one and another one. Well, there's a reason that they come in those little those little holders that uh-huh. have three. You're supposed to take the whole. You, you should take all three. So if you find if you grab one and there's only two in your little wrapper, you know. that means Steph went by. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, anyway, well, I hope you all are getting in the Christmas spirit, getting some fresh air outside, even though it's uh, a little overcast. It does a body good to it go outside. It does a body good. Go wander around, see what needs to be watered. Right. Drag that hose out there. Drag that hose. Then unhook it. Thank you, Mark. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Mark. If you can't find your frog eye sprinkler, we have frog eye sprinklers. Mm -hmm. We have them. It's it's amazing. Sometimes people don't, they can't find a frog eye sprinkler. And one last thing to remember, if you have brand new baby trees, Mm -hmm. it's probably a good idea to start thinking about tree wrap um wrap the trunks of the trees with paper to make sure that we don't get sun scald on them yep i hear the traveling music come out visit us yep we're easy to find 755 26 road a mile and a half north of first and patterson come see us bye-bye have a great weekend bye-bye